So, Arisha, one of the things that I love most about our friendship is that if we have a problem, we tackle it head on. Like, I think it stops us from doing what a lot of people do, which is growing resentful and then just talking shit about someone behind their back. Mm-hmm. I mean, it helps that we have to record every day. That's so true. So even when we have shit going on, it's like, well, the show <laughs> must go on. <laughs> it's showbiz, baby. Um, and look, it's obviously not great when you hear that someone's been talking about you because they're upset. And I guess sometimes the best thing to do is talk, clear the air, which is, of course, easier said than done. Like, that's sure. not an easy yeah. thing to do. No, it's not. Um, and that's what Leah Michelle says she's done. Her image took a pretty massive hit a few years back when some of her former Glee co-stars publicly called her out over her alleged mean girl behavior. But in a new interview, Leah is promising that's all behind her. Yeah, it definitely feels like she's trying to say, I'm different now, I swear. <laughs> yeah. But this is Hollywood. Mm-hmm. This is showbiz. Mm-hmm. So it's always hard to tell how much of it is sincerity and how much of it is just very well calculated PR. Yes. I mean, life is not candy and the world is not a ball of butter. Oh my God, Brooke, come on. <laughs> From Wondery, I'm Brooke Sifrin. And I'm Marisha Skidmore Williams. It's Wednesday, February 8th. And you're listening to Rich and Daily. Hey everyone, it's David Duchovny. Do you ever feel like you're just failing? Trust me, I get it. Hell, I've spent my whole life feeling like I'm failing. It's appropriate though, because failure in all its forms is the whole point of my new podcast, Fail Better. I'm joining forces with Lemonada Media to explore the world of failure, how it holds us back, propels us forward, and ultimately shapes our lives. As someone who has experienced my own set of personal and professional defeats, I've always been intrigued by how those failures influenced my journey, sometimes for the better. And I know I'm not alone in those wonderings. So each week I'll chat with artists, athletes, actors, thinkers, and experts about how our perceived failures have actually been our biggest catalyst for growth, revelation, and even healing. Through these conversations, I hope we can learn how to embrace the opportunity of failure and fail better together. Fail Better is out on May 7th, wherever you get your podcasts. There's a lot to say when buying a new home or car, but only one thing to say that can help you protect them. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. And just like that, a State Farm agent will be there to help you choose the coverage you need, no matter where you are in life. When you need coverage options, your State Farm agent is there to help, on the phone or in person. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Okay, Leah Michelle has been absolutely killing it on Broadway. Yeah. She's getting rave reviews for her performance in Funny Girl. And she's been breaking box office records truly left and right. Yeah. But, of course, most of us know Leah from her role as Rachel Berry on Glee. But a few years after Glee wrapped, her image took a pretty big hit after some of her co-stars publicly called her out for bullying them on set. Yeah. In 2020, this is when it all blew up, actor Samantha Ware wrote a tweet that went viral and she accused Leah of making her life a living hell during shooting and accused her of racist microaggressions. Like she Mm. said that Leah told her she would shit in her wig. 
I just like just the idea of that. Like, it's so mean. It's like very mean. I, I just like I can't. It's like it's like evil. Yeah. Like just to say those words like I'll shit in your wig. Yeah. And the idea of it like, oh, I know. It um, just, ugh, yeah, it says so much about the person. It, it does. Um, but now Leah is speaking up in a new interview where she says she's done the work and she's tried to make things right. Yeah. So Leah was interviewed by the playwright Jeremy O'Harris for Interview Magazine. Um, and there were times when I was like, is Jeremy interviewing himself or <laughs> Leah? That's fair. But Jeremy asked her how she's navigated the accusations from her Glee co-stars. And Leah said that she's done a lot of personal reach outs and that the conversations she had were incredibly healing and very eye opening. Mm -hmm. She also said these past two years have been so important for everybody to just sit back and reflect and that it's been important for her to take a step back. Mm-hmm. And then she said, <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> and then she said that she wasn't going to blame anything on what she's been through in her life. Okay, but she did say that you can't ignore those experiences or deny them; they are a part of the patchwork of my life. And then she said, at the end of the day, what matters the most is how you make people feel, and you have to put aside your feelings. You know, I will say. Mm-hmm. I'm glad that she kind of said, like, it's been healing and eye-opening and didn't say, like, mostly she's taking, it feels like taking the responsibility and not making it sound like, you know, everybody said stuff and mm-hmm. we've all reflected. Like, she is seemingly making it about her. Yeah. So that yeah. feels like maybe something. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Am I just grasping I, at straws? I don't know. I Yeah, it's hard to say. I don't know. I feel like I get the inclination of wanting to blame it on things like right there was like they briefly they didn't mention but they like talked about you know cory monteith's death mm-hmm. explicitly say his name but yeah so i like get the the knee-jerk reaction of being like let me blame it on something defend that's happened. yeah defend, yeah to defend myself um and so i'm glad that she you know was able to say you know i can't actually blame it on anything even though i was going through things or i have gone through things yeah um so i think that's important listen cory monteith's death hit me extremely hard. And I didn't shit in anyone's wig. So, well, she didn't shit in anyone's wig either. <laughs> we don't know that. <laughs> um, so, you know, Leah claims that she's had these healing one-on-one conversations. And even though we don't know who she's been talking to or what's mm-hmm. been said, and I hate that. Yeah. That's what we need a documentary on. It's just Ryan Murphy. <laughs> and he's like, I already am in love with you, so you don't need to tell me right. all this. She's like, I have to have this conversation with someone. <laughs> he's like, yeah, I'll let him know. Um, also, want to talk about a new project? So, look, we can obviously take a couple guesses as to who she hasn't made things right with. Uh, within the last six months, some of her former Glee co-stars have made comments suggesting that they don't really feel the love for her right now. Yeah. So, in September of last year, Kevin McHale, Artie, told E! News that he's kept his distance from Leah since their days on Glee. He said, I haven't talked to her in a while, to be honest. And he also added that he didn't have any plans to see her in Funny Girl. Mm -hmm. Now, that could just be because it's really hard to get tickets. Yeah. And they're crazy expensive, I would assume. Well, and that Glee money isn't going to cover it. (laughs) Yeah. Um, And then in an interview on the Michelle Collins show last October, Chris Colfer made his feelings about Leah loud and clear when Michelle asked him if he would see Funny Girl. Chrissy. Guess what I'm doing tonight? Oh my god, you should come if you're here. I know. Are you seeing Funny Girl? I am. Oh. 
my, my day suddenly just got so full. Wait, no. Wow. So you're not seeing it is my guess while you're in town. No, I could be triggered at home. This quote, no, I can be triggered at home is so applicable in so many scenarios. Yeah. You know, it's fun to see someone like Chris Colfer who is just who you think they are. Like, you know, yeah. like he's yeah. got that personality where you're like, of course this is Chris Colfer. Like, of course yeah. this is his personality. Yeah. And I'm yeah. here for it. Yeah. I've always loved him. And then Amber Riley, in an interview on Showtime's Z-Way back in December, she got a little tongue-tied when she was asked <laughs> about a comment that she had made during an Instagram Live back in 2020. You said that one of your famous co-workers wasn't racist. Did you mean that she was? Oh, Z-Way! I don't even know how to answer that. Um... <clears throat> I don't know which coworker you're talking about. I had so many. Would you say that your famous coworker doesn't see race and is in fact rude to all of her coworkers? I think that she would probably say she doesn't see race, but as we discussed earlier, everyone does. Listen, the only thing I really took away from this <laughs> Z-Way interview with Amber Riley is that she can't stop winning competition shows. She won Dancing I mean, with the Stars. She won Mass Singer. Oh God. I mean, <laughs> she's too talented. That was my takeaway from this. <laughs> And that's what's important. Yeah, that is what's important for sure. <laughs> so when the accusations against Leah came out a few years back, Leah wrote a public statement and she said, I apologize for my behavior and for any pain which I have caused. She also said she was reflecting on her own shortcomings and wanted to be better in the future. And in this new interview, Leah is trying to make it clear that now she is better and she has learned from her mistakes. Mm -hmm. She says that she sees her role in Funny Girl as an opportunity to apply what she's learned in the last few years <laughs> and says that she's had to figure out how to be a good leader during the production, both on stage and off. And the director's like, um, that's <laughs> my yeah. job. No one asked you to be a leader. Just <laughs> sing your heart out and, do, you know, do the job. Uh, Leah also said that stepping into this role comes with a lot of pressure and a huge amount of responsibility, and she feels like this is a very, very big achievement for her, which she mentioned jobs, and I mm -hmm. was like, hmm, I didn't even think about that. Like, it sounded like Funny Girl was going to be, like, going off Broadway because of how it was performing, uh -huh. and so it's, that's an interesting way to look at it. Yeah. I'm the solution to Broadway's <laughs> economy. You are. You're what they need. You're the hope in this cruel world. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, Leah also said that she sees this as an opportunity to introduce people to who she is now, Fanny Bryce. <laughs> she Did Leah say the Fanny Bryce part or you're saying the Fanny I Bryce I 100% added Fanny Bryce, but <laughs> it was there, subtext. Yeah. I don't know. Honestly, this part's kind of weird for me. What part? Like Introduce people to who she is? Just that her playing Fanny Bryce in Funny Girl is going to introduce people to who she is now personally mm -hmm. in her real life. Like, I don't, how does that show anybody anything? Because mm -hmm. we haven't heard about you bullying any of your cast members backstage. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I guess. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, all those standing ovations. Yeah. Well, we already knew she could sing. Yeah. That girl has got Ugh. a set of pipes. Oh, my God. We say this every time, but how can <laughs> you not? Um, oh, man. So, Arija, obviously, Leah says we are now getting introduced to the new and improved Leah Michelle, but do mm -hmm. you actually think she's changed or is she just doing this for her public persona and her PR? Look, bro, <laughs> you know better than most. Uh-huh. If you want people to know the truth in your heart, uh -huh. you say it. Like I told <laughs> Stephen Saperwich, I was a good singer. 
Therefore, oh I am a God. good singer. If have you tell ever... people. <laughs> yeah, but then what if you have to prove it? That's there in lies, know, the problem. I know, I know. I'm just saying like. You it's can't just... prove your lies. No, I'm just saying like, it's just so ridiculous that she's like, I'm a new and improved Leah Michelle because I'm telling you I am. Right. And it's like, you've got to show it. Like, yeah, just having this true. interview. I don't know. I'm like, okay, how are you? How are you showing this? How are you proving right. this to us? Are your actions matching up with your words? I don't see it yet. Yeah. I mean, what we actually need is an interview with the rest of the cast of Funny Girl. Yeah. And then we'll see. Yeah. What's happened? Have any wigs been compromised? They're not. Those interviews aren't going to happen until the show's over. I know. When we get our second documentary. Oh, God. Behind the scenes. What I also think should happen, since it is absolutely everyone's business, (laughs) I want to hear these conversations. I want the transcripts. I want the audio. Mm. Do you think we could maybe reach out to, like, one of the people in the chorus, like, who's not front and center and mic them up? Yeah. Put a hot mic on them for... Well, we should seduce somebody, obviously. <laughs> it always comes that down to That would be your plan. Always. It always comes down to that. And you know what? It's foolproof. I'm in. From Wondery, I'm Brooke Ziffrin. And I'm Arisha Skinner-Williams. This is Rich and Daily. See you tomorrow, Richies. If you like our show, please follow us on Apple Podcasts, Amazon Music, or wherever you're listening right now. Be sure to follow us on socials at Brooke Ziffrin and at Arisha Skidubs. We love connecting with you. Look around. You can find cars like these on AutoTrader. New cars, used cars, electric cars, maybe even flying cars. Okay, no flying cars, but as soon as they get invented, they'll be on AutoTrader. Just you wait. AutoTrader.